0: follow up on our last episode that wasn't our last our last episode ever because there was a moment where we were like well so this is going to be our last one but (laughs) obviously it's we're back yeah and then um secondly I think we really oversold how smart we are and I just want to apologize yeah if you started with
1: that episode you might get whiplash now
0: (laughs) exactly so there's that and then, should we? Do you want to do some cut? Oh, I was going to say, do you want to do some customer questions?
1: Yeah, I love customers. What the fuck? What is on my phone? Peanut butter on my phone. But what's scary is I didn't eat peanut butter today.
0: That's disgusting.
1: What fuck is there peanut butter on my phone? <laughs> All right. Okay. So Emily Wright, who uh, I was once her TA, said that she's headed to grad school. What should she do? She's got six months beforehand. What should she do?
0: Uh, Just, I would just look at a lot of books. I would just do a lot of like research and just not make anything and not worry.
1: What kind of research? Like you just Um, look at books.
0: I would do sketches, do some writing, look at more books, read some books. So you could like get in on your feet, right? Like all the things that you've ever wanted to try, like get it sorted out, like all your recipes that you're going to test and all that shit. So you can hit the ground running. That's kind of what I would do, I think. Because I think on my first week of grad school, I got in my studio and I just was like frozen for like five days. I just was like, what do I do? do?" And I think typically you just start doing what you know, which is like the work that you currently make. So you just are like, well, I'm just going to do what I do. But I think that if you want to like, this is like a great time to like try something that you've always wanted to do. But like never, you know, it was like never in your, you know, if you were like working on your senior show or something, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't the right time. So I would do something like that yeah what i wouldn't do is test crawl glazes that's just me
1: that's like a really specific thing did you yeah, test just, crawl glazes?
0: no but i think i think there's enough testing of crawl glazes oh yeah so i think we're good
1: if anybody has a really good one let me know though <laughs> oh, no. um what do you think yeah i think that's good i would go like maybe go swimming a bunch And like ride your bike and try and get like as much joy in your life as you can.
0: Oh, I see. You took a really dark path, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like show
1: up, show up with your body so full of vitamin D and sunlight that you can just fight off the don't, don't like, don't go out and party. Just go and do like calming nice things like sit on a sit on a bench in a park maybe bring a book with you that you like yeah like a yeah, like a like, like an art book a picture yeah, like, book
0: yeah like live forms by Jenny Sorkin bring that
1: book or but even maybe <laughs> less maybe less of that and more like like bring a bring a good art history book that you can just like flip through where you I just don't, don't have that. to read you just like and then you can be like look at that painting hey there's a dog over there
0: Yeah, get a used art history book that you could draw pictures on top of the pictures. Oh,
1: yeah. That
0: would be so fun, actually. Now I want to do that. Yeah, you're right. Because like once you get to school, you're going to be like, wah! It's going to be like 24-7. You're going to like eat, sleep, and drink ceramics. Yeah. Like sometimes literally. Good luck. Tell us how it goes.
1: Okay, we got a question from... Emily Laughlin. Okay. Uh, What are your thoughts on cold finishes? Is it cheating? Why is everyone obsessed with car paint? Because of Uh, Ken Price, it has to be to the last question.
0: Well, you know, I used car paint in graduate school on a lot of my pieces and I didn't even know Ken Price's pieces had car paint on them. But I was in Detroit, and so I had heard that you can get that the designers over at Ford were using car paint on their maquettes of the new models of cars when they still used to make them out of clay. So I was like putting car paint on my pieces, and I got the best finishes that you can never, ever get with glaze. Yeah. Uh, Well, it was like, honestly, I got that finish that if it, you like look at it and it's green and then you turn it and it goes yeah back. yeah that's what i was putting on my pieces so i was pretty excited about that and it was really new technology third 25 years ago or whatever but yeah uh you're right it's kind of dumb
1: i don't think it's dumb. <laughs> i don't think it's cheating either but i do get like like i won't put i get obsessed with doing everything with glaze but i'm trying to loosen up about it
0: well if you're gonna like do it's just the extra it's like so extra right to like do a cold finish so yeah. it's like if you're doing the glaze step you want to try to get as much out of it as you possibly can yeah but if there's something you can't get with glaze then just do well, that
1: yeah i also when i worked for chris Wollston he would have his stuff painted with car paint and a big part of it was that like his work was so big that he just didn't want to you know you'd get it through the first firing and you just go to to whatever the temp of the clay was and then right. the thought of having to fire it again especially in such a big kiln was just not worth it To so the risk cracking and stuff like that so oh, yeah. we would just we'd fire it to temp and then put it on furniture dollies and just roll it down the street so the <laughs> To the auto shop. It was like oh, I four, guess. four blocks away or something. And you just roll it in there. And then they'd paint it and then you'd roll it back.
0: I mean, if you listened to our last episode as well, you would know, you would remember that, you know, that car. I don't know about Chris woolstead and his like the reason behind it, but there should be some sort of like reason behind car paint on your piece, right? Like, why are you using that instead of a traditional glaze? Yeah. Like, inherent in the meaning of the piece. But we used to, I put like paste wax on some pieces to try to shine them up a little bit where the glaze was dull and it didn't work. So, I don't know.
1: Casey O'Boyle wants to know what our top three practices to keep a shared high traffic ceramic studio clean are.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. Hmm. do you think that it's worth it to buy that green dust stuff that you put down to keep the dust down?
1: It depends on the day. On Friday, (laughs) on Friday, I was cleaning in the morning and I was like shaking that stuff everywhere. But I think when I worked at this fabrication shop, they would like, we would green sweep all over the place and then sweep it up, you know?
0: Yeah, I love it.
1: And okay, I think the trick when you're green sweeping, you want to take it and you don't want to dump it in piles. You want to take it and you want to throw it so it like scatters across the floor, like you're feeding okay. chickens. Okay. And okay. then it'll like roll across the dust and then it'll trap it all because okay. you want it like scattered out. Like you don't want clumps of it in spots. You want it like scattered across the dust evenly. And then okay, it's
0: like. I've never fed chickens, so I'm not quite sure. I actually don't
1: know if that's how it is. I said it really <laughs> confidently because
0: yeah, a
1: guy that the my manager at the shop that I used to work at said it. He was like, you're from North Dakota. Do it like you're feeding chickens. And I was like, right. Of course. <laughs> um, I think that's great. I think we uh, I for Brooklyn Clay, we started buying these mops called super mops that are like uh-huh. I can't remember what they're It's not PVA mops. I can't remember what they're called, but they're really nice. They're like a mint green color and they're the best mops we've ever bought. The best. Oh. They're the only ones that can hold up. Like we use them every day and they don't break. Also, I think you,
0: oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: What I was going to say, then the biggest thing, if it, if you, if it's a big studio that if it's your own studio, it's probably not worth it. But if it's a big studio, we bought a floor cleaner, like a Zamboni floor cleaner and it
2: yeah, that has a awesome. rubber
1: and it vacuums it up and it's it it saves us so much time like and it keeps the studio really 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 clean
0: it is amazing but it's a really and it's a really big studio
1: it's I a big think, studio yeah
0: i think that that's awesome i also think that you need like when you have a high traffic studio you have to kind of like make people clean in sort of an abusive way.
1: Well, you gotta, I think you have to point it out to people (laughs) because really often, like they don't notice that their glaze is splashing outside of the bucket. Yeah. And they they don't notice that their trimmings are on the floor. And then once the trimmings are on the floor and you step on it, then there's dust on the floor.
0: Yeah. So people have to kind of be militant about cleaning up after themselves. And that helps a lot.
1: Yeah. And I know people are anti, people are anti sweeping for good reason if you have like little dust dust pans and what's it called hand brooms yeah like clean up your trimming scraps when they're before they're bone dry dust you know after you're done trimming make people sweep it up into a dust pan it's not dust so they don't have to worry about it kicking a bunch of stuff in the air
0: yeah exactly and
1: then you're gonna save so much time cleaning later on
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, i love it great questions um i think that if we didn't get to your question we'll probably get to it next time yeah and thank you for all the questions and today on the podcast we have maggie nimkin which i'm so excited about
1: and maggie she... is a friend of ours from the 92nd street y yeah and she's a photographer pro pro
0: yeah like
1: photographer
0: a... yeah she's in it and she's really amazing at it um yeah. It's like, she's like next level. Like if you and I like are just like taking some pics of our crappy, some crappy pics, like she's like, oh, she's like, oh, this pic looks really good. And then she'll like come back in about five minutes later. And she's like, you know, I think that it's just a little, maybe too much light. And then she'll come back and then like five minutes later she'll be like you know what you could do to make it better so she's like super sweet about telling you how crappy you are, and she's
1: really open with advice which is nice
0: yes and she literally told me the other day she was looking at one of my Instagram pictures and she was like well how do you feel about the color of the background and I was like well and she was like depressed right and I was like well (laughs) uh, now maybe (laughs) so and here she is Maggie Nimkin
1: Where are you? It looks so I'm, nice.
0: I'm oh
3: good. I'm in my living room. Cool. Um sweet. yeah, what about you?
1: I'm in my living room.
0: <laughs> Cameras? Where I'm are in, you? I'm in a hotel room in Scranton, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, I okay, Cammy, mm-hmm. I was gonna say your apartment looks so weird.
0: Yeah, it's like a hotel room is why. That, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I I I
1: that was is, gonna make a I thought you got a new couch.
0: Yeah, no, I'm at a Marriott. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> But yeah, I was telling you this morning that crew and I decided at the last second yesterday to come to Scranton, Pennsylvania, to see our friend's band play. Just like, and surprise him. And he was like shocked. And so we got a hotel room and it's pretty nice, I have to say. Except I
1: love staying in hotels.
0: Yeah, I do too, except there's no free breakfast because of COVID. Uh,
1: and- that's kind of like the best part.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what? Just
3: the idea of sleeping on a pillow that other people have slept on right this second (laughs) it's not working for me did you bring your own pillow (laughs) oh yeah no
0: we didn't but now that you say that thank thank you
2: (laughs) no
3: i'm sorry you're going home today right yeah (laughs) it was sorry sorry about that so but i
0: feel i feel like i'm gonna be fine
3: no it's just you know what it's just you know i'm 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 gonna be 66 momentarily so the idea, that's, and I've been indoctrinated for one year, like yeah. stay away from other people's cooties. Yeah. And and so just the pillow concept <laughs> is yeah. intense.
0: That's crazy. I don't, I didn't think of that. No, but you don't
3: have to, because you're, you know, young and brave. And <laughs> and I'm sort of old and on the way down. So. I, I think
0: that... <laughs> All of that is arguable (laughs) and bananas. Um, Full disclosure, Maggie is a student of mine at the 92Y. And uh, you've been my student for like probably uh, about a year? Yeah. Okay. Um, And Gus, I've been a student of Gus's. Oh. Really briefly. Yeah. So you got the dream team separately. (laughs) Yeah. And well, we wanted to have you on the podcast today because... You're a photographer, uh, actually, you photograph art, specifically, and you've been photographing art for what, you told me, like 40 years?
3: 40, over 40 years.
0: And you photograph for everyone, like, who, who have you worked for, like?
3: Well, let's see, I started out at Sotheby's long ago, and uh, then I went on my own, and I've worked for, I don't know, lots of, every major museum. And I was, ceramics, just for ceramics. I went to the Shanghai Museum in the 90s to photograph um, a collection of ceramics uh, for the Shanghai Museum. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous, um, ching, Yeah, and Ming ceramics I mean
0: they have have everything
3: they do it's just out of control yeah I've been I've had a lot of experience um, shooting ceramics and Chinese pre-Columbian Greek and Roman um, I mean my own
0: (laughs) my own ceramics but you've also you've shot everything objects yeah uh, paintings everything yeah everything yeah and you know ceramics
3: though i shot just recently two collections of peter marino the architect has two major collections in these beautiful books by fiden and produced by fiden and uh of dal pirat a french um ceramicist from the 1800s and theodore deck from the 1800s, and they're gigantic, huge books on his collections. And there, if you can get a chance to look at them, they're just amazing. Well, the Dal Pirat in particular, this French ceramicist, just incredible. And his glazes are out of control. And I mean, you know, just, he kept refiring his ceramics over and over again. So that all these layers of colors, um, hmm. Anyway, so yeah, I've done a lot of a lot of everything.
0: So we wanted to have you on so you could give us advice, but now I think you may be like, you. I don't even know if you can help. I'm going to be like, What are you like, talking what about? I'm going to be like, What is Boy, she I, saying? I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. Now I'm stressed out. No, don't. Are you kidding? No stress. I'm totally stressed. So my first question because I'm about to take pictures of my work. And this was the one that I was like, I don't really know what I'm gonna do. My work is super colorful. And I was thinking like, what color background am I supposed to use? So first I put it on gray and the pieces look really dull. And then I was thinking, well, maybe I'll put them on black because um, they'll really pop off the black. But then I was thinking, well, maybe I should put them on white because, but then I was like, well, maybe the white of the porcelain is going to get lost in the white of the background. I, so you see where I'm at. This is I problem. do.
3: I do. So um, I think if you're going to shoot them yourself, I've seen your pictures and they're really pretty actually. Oh, thank you. And so you don't need to get so stressed out about that because they're really pretty. The only thing I would say about your pictures is they might have too much light on them oh, and right. Right. And so maybe I would just use um, soft light and I would bounce it off the, you said you use lights with umbrellas. Yeah. So I might use, uh, even take those umbrellas and bounce them off a wall, a white wall, and just use two. You said you were using three lights. Oh yeah. I would use two and I would just make it softer. And you know how to use Photoshop, and so you know I would uh, just uh, now. It really depends on what you're using these images for. Are they for Instagram? Are they for a gallery? Are they for grants? Are they
0: for what? What? What are you going to use them for? That's a great question. So, are they going to look different? So I need different photos for different...
3: No, it's just thinking it through. I mean, like if you're shooting them for Instagram, I mean, you can be a little more like relaxed about it and find, I mean, what I do with, you know, my ceramics and not that they're like your ceramics at all, but I find like in my apartment or outside, I find sort of soft, even lighting. And I just shoot them and uh you know, add a little saturation and contrast um in in and you can do it on your phone, you can do it you know on the computer, but I just light them very simply and use daylight. It doesn't have to be northern light it you know I face south and in my apartment, right, so I face south and um uh i just find a nice place in my apartment like on my windowsill and find wait till the light turns nice and even and soft and photograph there
0: oh sweet but, you know okay.
3: it's not it's you know the the bottom line is it shouldn't be s- stressful but i like things i personally if i'm looking at your work for example i like it on on you know white I think your work looks really nice and clean and it's really in you know you want to see all the um intricacies of what you do. So right. I mean it looks and I also think if your your work I mean is about it would be nice if you know to see it sort of lit consistently a certain right. way so that you're not um you know, you don't have to adjust to the kind of, like, where you are and stuff in, in the photograph, which you do, which is exactly what you do. Well,
1: what do you, like, when I started doing ceramics, everybody was still shooting stuff on, like, it'd be a white background that would be faded out to black on the top. And then can't now it's... Seems- that's
3: hideous. Hideous. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. It's
3: just like, that is, like, just, like <laughs> like, like, I can't, I won't even look. it's like my eyes can't take it I like a horizon line I like objects on a horizon line your work Gus on the other hand is all about horizons (laughs) and many horizons (laughs) yeah you know in in very on various planes you're and so the simpler yeah yeah.
1: my stuff has been a little bit easier to shoot because it's it just being on a wall seems like it has made it a little easier
3: but um, you ha- you have 3d your work is yeah. 3d and 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 sometimes you know that's a little harder to
1: yeah. to show yeah. yeah so i mean i i was really lucky and had someone for like <laughs> about a year that would photograph all the work and it was really oh nice. good and yeah, i would just let great. them know when there was new work um but now i'm well, having to relearn like how a to do it professional
3: yeah. There's
0: yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and yeah. So let's back up a little bit. Okay. Let's just say you are just starting out. You are just started making your work. You want to apply for some stuff. Like what's the first thing you really need to know about shooting your, about shooting something like you have your object. You're super excited about it. You want to put it on Instagram. You want to apply for grants or school or gallery, like, is it one
3: website? one object or many? Well,
0: let's just. I say... think it would be
1: like, like if you're like getting into ceramics, you're gonna want to like be able to take nice pictures of your work at some point. Yeah. Like, what do you? Yeah, what do you start with if you're like maybe at some point gonna start applying to things?
0: Well, like, what do you I... need? What to like? Do you need to buy lights? Like, what? No,
3: absolutely not. I think. You don't have to get crazy or nervous about this. It's just find a spot. Like I know a a f- ceramicist who uses like does her photography on a step in on her uh, staircase, and it looks um like the top step or the bottom step or something. And it's a it's really pretty. It's on wood and um and there's a white wall behind it and it's really really lovely i mean i think experiment on and finding one particular area where the light is i mean you have to pay attention to the light you know where you live or where you work also i really like pictures um sort of like in the photo studio sort of on on uh you know, on a shelf or, I mean, that's pretty easy (laughs) to photograph and, and sort of see it, you know, with some daylight, like at the, at the Y there, there are these like really dirty windows and they're in dust sort of industrial windows, but the light coming through there is really kind of gorgeous. And sometimes you can put, um, I, I like shooting, uh, pieces that are sort of on that sort of windowsill with the dirty window behind it is sort of, you know, uh, you, know you don't want to get, you don't want the picture to be more confusing than, than anything. So you want to find something that's really a simple uh, situation. It could be just like a white ledge and a white wall or, you know, a color, a beautiful, like gray wall and a white ledge or any situation where it doesn't have to be like those horrible white booths or whatever those things are. I, I mean, which are, you know, I don't, I guess you can shoot a perfume bottle in those things, but I mean, yeah, that's, I was
0: going to ask about that. I was yeah, going to ask that, if that's like a good thing to invest in. Because you well, can get would, them, you can buy them. They're not terribly expensive, and they have like the light is inside, right? That's what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's like a yeah. It's like a box, and it's got a light on top, and then yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, if that's
3: out. what you're going for, I mean, you don't. I think you don't have to spend a nickel, and you can. I I shoot my um, ceramics with a f- my phone, and I use. Um, I, I have Snapseed, the app Snapseed, and I use that for uh, doing a little Photoshop on them. And and I just keep it really simple. Um, and that's usually, you know, m- my favorite. So I really like pictures that are, and that I respond to. And I look at, I mean, I have a th- almost a thousand ceramicists that I'm looking at on Instagram for ideas for myself. So I'm looking at ceramics pictures all the time and making them all the time myself of, for work. But, and I really just respond to being able to see um, if if that photo box thing, whatever, what's it called, Cami? The photo? I,
0: I, yeah, it's just for, I don't know if it's called, it's that it's a photo box for product photography. I just I don't know if it has yeah like I've
3: never I've never seen it or used it or but um uh sometimes you know depending on the size of the pieces if you can put in something for size like you know an acorn or something I, I don't know like you know you know what I mean you can make it a little environment if you want but really it should be like, you should be fairly relaxed about it and um, and not stress out so much about it.
0: What about shooting like sculpture versus functional, functional wear?
3: Oh, well, it's sort of the exact same thing, though functional wear I means sometimes, okay, so late in the afternoon, the light comes through my apartment and you know, comes in sort of with beautiful colors, and it's sort of, you know, I get beautiful long shadows and stuff. And if your work has surface on it, and stuff like that, directional lighting is really pretty. And, um, you know, some, like some shadow can add mood and, and really enhance texture. So, Uh, you know that's really pretty too like there's just it's so beautiful the light just coming through almost every single window uh, that I've ever seen it's just um and various times a day if you pay attention it can be lovely um but yeah I like I definitely when I'm photographing I like um to shoot with shadow and whether I'm in the studio and I'm using my own lights, I usually have sort of directional lighting. Um, And if it's sculpture. Yeah. So I can get, you know, I can get three dimensionals, three dimensions
0: really clearly. Um, What about shooting work in situ? Well, I just, I love
3: that. First of all, I love seeing where, where potters are where ceramicists are like doing their work and maybe with other work around or i mean there's something like it's a gift if there's if you get to see what's you know where their work is or a shelf with other things in the background or um but that's for instagram i don't think i would do that with your work so much cami Mm. I don't think I would do that because, I mean, your pieces are, um, there's a lot going on and you want to focus on uh, your work and not the work up on your shelves, I think. that uh. So it really is individual. I'm not, am I being, am I helping at all?
2: Yeah. By saying,
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and I, but honestly, I think the, if I were sort of starting out and trying to figure out how to shoot my own stuff, I would try the same piece in different places and see how the light works best. And I mean, really on the iPhone, the, um, uh, I mean, if you can use, you know, Photoshop or, or an app, a photo app, can help you, that's great, but um, it's so easy to find, to find try various different lighting situations. I mean, I'm looking at a piece on my windowsill now and the light, it, the sun is coming in and it's just sort of skimming the top of the object and it's so pretty because my not the piece, but the light. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <laughs> it makes my piece look better because it it sort of makes it look round and it is round. So, you know, I think you have to pay put your pieces in various light and see what you like. You know, there's no hard, fast rule about how to photograph it.
1: You know? uh, Maggie, since you think so much about photography, do you think you... When you're glazing your work, do you think you pick stuff that you know photographs well? Like that's not at a big all thing. okay. Because not- that a lot of people have started to talk about, like how work mostly lives online, um, and that oftentimes work is made to exist best online. But you don't think that comes in for you, like photography. Not even.
3: You know, <laughs> it's it's the object that it's the yeah. object that counts completely. I don't. I mean that's just I feel sad about that. (laughs) If that's what people are doing, that's really too bad. They need then they should get a professional photographer, really, if that's how they're thinking. Yeah. Um because that's I mean, what so what's the point of the object if it's I mean it's like a thing in real life, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, my my view of stuff. But um, I can't believe that people do that.
0: Well, it's the hyper pot. I think we're we're in a we're in a time where you know
3: that's all that's how yeah. you see that's how you get to know anything. yeah, exactly. yeah. you can develop a style a photographic style that um, that works for a certain body of work I mean and um so that when if it's gonna live online. You know, it's recognition is part of it. And so, I mean, when I'm scrolling through and um, I see a style that I recognize, I know that that's the Potter that I like and that I wanna stop and take, um, because I recognize the photography style. Uh. And that matters a lot. Um, I mean, when I look at some of my favorite um potters on instagram for example uh their work and their photography is really similar they don't they don't um vary it for v- very often i mean sometimes it's in situ sometimes it's like in their in in on a on a on a whether it's a gray or sometimes some artists like underexpose <laughs> their work and that's sort of an interesting look or some people just have a little tiny bit of light on it and the rest goes dark. I mean, I mean, I think your body, your work should be your work and the photography should come, you know, uh, looking, looking at your work. Yeah. I, I mean, the idea that people would make work for makes blows my mind actually. <laughs> well, <laughs> the other thing I like is like when you have a beautiful glaze, I love details of glaze and, and, and um, uh, sometimes seeing you know some different lighting situation in a detail because um, some glazes are just so great to see and or just parts of a piece are so wonderful so, and you can give, I, the other thing that I think people make a mistake with sometimes is they give you so many different views to see of the same thing. Yeah. Like, I always feel like fewer images work better than more yeah. <laughs> of an object, <clears throat> right?
1: Yeah, I, I, lately I've been like, uh, not even including details for a lot of my work because I, I feel like when it's a good image, you can just zoom in and look at any spot that you want.
3: <laughs> exactly, I, and I mean, yeah. I try to tell my cli- I, I try to tell my clients that, you know, if it's like you know a million dollar, multi million dollar piece, I mean, it's going to be the one image that makes people interested in it. Yeah, you know, it's like if you're trying to peak somebody's interest, it's got to be like that.
1: Yeah. And okay, so he- yeah. Yeah um here's like another equipment based question so that, sure. this is what I so you and I have talked in the past about cameras because I when I was in school I took a lot of photography classes and almost majored in it and I always liked it but I was never very good at it and so I would always try and learn how to like shoot my work and I could do an okay job at shooting either really small things or things that were sort of like flat and maybe didn't have a ton of Um, like gloss to them and things like that and then um, but then the work kind of grew bigger and bigger and so then I started um, like I bought a new camera and I bought some lights for my studio and um, I started like testing all this stuff and I feel like finally after playing with it for a couple years I'm like I can shoot a lot of the stuff but is it sometimes just worth hiring somebody?
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: yes. Because I
1: sink because I sink so much money into
3: you like just getting me equipment. equipment. Yeah. I know. It's ridiculous. I yeah. feel like hiring somebody to do. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think yeah. hire hire somebody and trade yeah. trade. Yeah. And don't you know? Don't make a lot of young photographers or old photographers, (laughs) you know are happy (laughs) to trade yeah i mean it's really it's like it's such a perfect way to to you know work and uh yeah i mean in a heartbeat i would trade oh good to know good to know Yeah. yeah and um so yeah no i mean i think hiring somebody that can do all the technical things and you know, can do the Photoshop and, you know, um, but I don't know who we're talking. I mean, I think like young students and stuff like that, trade yeah. is the way to go. And yeah. and I mean, it is, it's, and people want experience, the photographers want experience, and uh, it's a win-win for, for everybody. And um, I mean, I mean, a lot of art I have in my house is from trading nice and yeah that's great. so i mean i've been doing that you know for 40 years if you are not happy with what you're doing and work on a personal you know a personal style that um if 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 you feel your work is going to be living online find an online style that's you know looks makes you feel good when you look at it the interesting thing—I don't know if this is not necessarily about photography—I don't live with my own. I mean, I've told you about this one piece that I made that's on like <laughs> my window. I'm shelf. so happy
1: you're about to say what I think you're about to say.
3: I don't live with my own work.
1: Yeah, I live with everybody else's. I yeah. can't
3: bear it. I can't yeah. stand it. I already because you're did thinking
1: it. about it. You yeah, and you're thinking about it all the time already, and you got
3: yeah, to- <laughs> I'm done with it. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I don't know what to I wish somebody would tell me what to do with all my stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's more than anything. Yeah. So I've been throwing it away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I don't mean that in a, you know, you know, not in a you know bad way, but you know, f- as you make more stuff, I just, you know, stuff it somewhere or give it to anybody who wants yeah. it or. But I love looking at other people's things because, you know, I don't, I don't recognize it and it looks different to me every time I look at it and I like to think about other people's stuff and yeah. yeah. I mean, do you, do you feel that way too?
1: I don't, I don't keep any, I mean, I, I'll have like bits and pieces of stuff around, but like there's none of my... My coffee table is like an old piece of work that I turned into a <laughs> coffee table. But other than that, it's there's sort of nothing in here. Yeah, I'm like,
0: la- yeah, yeah. Cammie. I feel like, no, I feel like I'll have something that like, oh, this is an important piece because it's like doing, I, you know, if I just made something and I'm really excited about it and I think it's a direction I want to go, I keep it in my house to remind myself, but it has an expiration date and then it has to go.
1: Right. So yeah. That,
0: yeah, like I don't so keep a lot of my stuff.
1: My my brother is like probably my biggest fan and it, and it makes him mad because I won't put any of my, like <laughs> I don't want any of it around here. <laughs> and so, but he never gets to see the work because it's all at my studio.
0: Okay, I have a question. So I make a lot of vessels. And one of the things that when I was taking pictures of my work was that the viewpoint. So, am I shooting if I shoot the vessel straight on, you can't see that there's like an interior space. So, if I move the camera up a little bit, you can see that the, that's that it's actually a vessel, but then am I losing the front- Okay, so like yeah. what
3: else would it be if it wasn't a vessel? Like sitting on a on a on a see if it was on a sometimes that you have to find the sweet spot. If the sweet spot is that you don't see the you know, back rim. Then, right. then you'll just have to give up the back rim. And I mean, I don't know what people would think. It is a plaque. Is that what you're afraid? <laughs> well, <I>
2: mean,
0: <laughs> it's different. I mean, what, yeah. If it's a mug, I, it's a little different. But my yeah, Cami's
1: pieces are weird enough that it could be a weird plaque.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. You know, <laughs> Like if it's a mug, when you're like, well, that definitely I can see the handle and I'm not an idiot. Well, then,
2: then I
3: would come, I would find the best angle for the piece and then maybe add a second shot, honestly, okay. of like, you know, the bunny's paws inside the, <laughs> the right. rim of the vessel right, right. or something, right? But I would not forfeit the best angle for okay. showing the backside of the rim.
0: And okay. I like your pieces actually lower.
3: I mean, yeah, that's I, what you, that's yeah, what,
0: that's why I actually brought this up because I was like, oh, because I was like, I just had thought the rule was to get a picture. I think there people. are no rules. Don't uh, just forget the rules. Forget the rules
3: when you're doing this. It's there is, you know, there are no rules to, you know, I, that's kind of like my take home message is. You know, find the best angle, shoot it. You know, it's not film; it's it's cheap to shoot and experiment with what the best angle is. And um, and it doesn't. By the way, Cammy, I'll be happy to look at your images and help you. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, but don't don't try to explain that it's a like. Why are you laughing?
1: Because um,
3: look at the light on him now
1: on his face. I, 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 no, I was thinking about how during that, like a couple different times since we started recording the podcast, I've talked about how I have been trying to find a hobby because I want to, yeah. because I like am watching my parents both try and be retired and not have hobbies other than reading books. And, but you uh, don't,
3: don't think an artist is sort of hobby enough?
1: No, I need something that, that, that I'm not going to try and like roll into my artwork. Like I need, I need something that I can do that I don't have to worry about it being good. And so, so what I've like lately been into is, is being a really bad guitar player, which is fun, but
3: that's great.
1: But what I was going to try and get into was because i liked doing photography so much in undergrad as i was going to buy a film camera and i asked you and you and i thought for sure i asked you honestly because i wanted you to be like yes you should do it here's what you should get and i was like i'm thinking about getting <laughs> I'm thinking about getting back into film photography and you were like Gus, you should absolutely not do that. That is a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, expen-
3: it's yeah, expensive, yeah, and you can't do it yourself. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, this is. I, it's, like it, it, it's like, but are you thinking maybe?
1: You no, know, it was great. It was great advice. It yeah, was, I mean, but really I
3: think you should advice. take your camera I think you should find somebody that will photograph your stuff, though. You're doing it really well, Gus. I mean,
1: well, it's a mix. I, I hire people a lot. Oh, good. Now. Yeah, I <laughs> think I, that's good. It's, yeah. Because
3: it's, 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 it's nice. But I think you should take your... Because I think you're a really, you know, great artist. And I think you should take your camera and go outside. Yeah. And take pictures of other things.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> other than ceramics, you yeah. know? Oh, maybe that's what... That your hobby Gus?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that be.
3: would be a really advice.
2: Yeah.
0: I'd say just get Honestly. out
3: get out of your studio. Get out of those four walls. Yeah. And and go take pictures of anything but
1: ceramics. Yeah. I mean, you'll do me yeah, I I mean the sky's background. blue. Yeah. I was
3: in Central Park yesterday and my head almost exploded <laughs> from <laughs> from like the green grass and like flowers. I like you know, and to be outside and not be uncomfortable. And I just thought, you know, I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> I can be outside. <laughs> no, so I I really um yeah, I think I I think that would be a really great thing for you to do since you, you know, but just stay away with from your own ceramics.
1: That's great advice. I like that.
3: And that's
0: a fun hobby and it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> yeah what, out of everything you photographed over the years, like, what's the thing that you didn't want to give back to the owner that you were like, God, I could just. Oh, that
3: happens every day. (laughs) That basically happens. And (laughs) I was shooting, well, there's one thing I was shooting some, uh, Asian things and I was shooting this beautiful jade, uh, uh, ring that is used for when you pull back a bow that oh. you don't hurt your uh, thumb. It's like a thumb ring for, and I was walking out the door with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, by the way, how much is this? <laughs> As I had it on my thumb walking out the door. No, the, the one thing that I really just, uh, like just was insane about was this one terracotta piece that I photographed that's a, that Bernini molded uh, was a model for one of his, um, so it's about three feet high or four feet high. And he, he himself sculpted it out of terracotta, right? And so in the back, you can feel where his hands were when he was sculpting it. And I could put my hand where his hand was, oh, his man. fingers. And I could just sort of run my hand down where he had was sort of clawing at the at the clay, <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'm gonna, I want this, and it's a it's a sculpture of the moor uh, that he was modeling for the Piazza Navona in Rome, and uh, I just he looked like Elvis, and I just thought. Oh my God, this is just an amazing object. I'm in the, you know, wow. I could live with that happily.
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, yeah. Let's see, Gus, do you have any final questions? No, I think are so. we, in, are we into wrapping up now? Is that No, it? I think we, well, we have to wrap up because I have to check out. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's not personal, it's really. Uh. Oh, I'm not. I'm not even feeling personal. I just want to say thank you so much for being on. We, I've, we've, I think I really learned a lot. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to like ask, you know,
3: if people have quest specific questions about something, I'd be happy to answer them. Like if you have like a Q&A at some point. Yeah, yeah that'd be and great. I would really like, you know, enjoy hearing people's questions and seeing if I could help them. Yeah, that would be so Answer. great. I'm, sh- I, I mean, I'm
0: thank you. I, think I, I so hope doing.
3: I helped somebody yeah. today.
0: You did, I think.
1: Yeah, you- write in if you have questions.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we'll do definitely a QA and we'll, we'll like see what happens. And I'm sure right. people I, are gonna have questions for you. You but guys are you super so
3: great. Much. I really I just think can't you wait are... to see you
1: in person. Soon, I know. I,
3: I'm gonna actually hug you when yeah. I
1: see you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can't wait.
3: Okay, I love you it. guys are great.
1: Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you so
0: much, Thank Maggie. You. Thank You're the best. No, Thank you. It was are. so fun. And we're back. One, two, from Maggie. three, and. <laughs> yes. We're back. That's awesome. Uh, Maggie was so good, right? Is it what you expected?
1: Yeah. It's always like. I used to get so excited to run into Maggie at the studio. I wouldn't see her that often. Or for the past couple of years, I haven't seen her very often, but it's always a treat to see her. So I was really happy to mm-hmm. have her on and get to talk Me to her. Me too. Do and it was think, great. We like, got great advice. And I admitted to everybody that I'm your... suck at photo- that taking images of my own work. And I just hired her. Oh my God.
0: That's really funny. Cause I was like thinking all this time that you were taking the beautiful images on your own website. And I'm now, I know, like, I thought that you did all those. And I was like, he is amazing. I, and I was like, yeah, now I yeah. feel better. Now I feel better, actually. better.
1: Yeah. I can do like little, like small ones I can do. That's it.
0: Did you learn anything? Like, is it anything that you didn't know?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to For one, she said it, and we didn't talk that much about it, but this has been a huge problem with my work is bouncing. I have some lights that I use mostly just because my studio is not super bright.
2: Right. So
1: light objects. And uh, I'm going to get some, like, white pieces of foam core to bounce light back at my pieces. So that I can, like, keep the light more consistent. Um, Yeah. I'm going to do that. And that was, was, like, the best little nugget that she just kind of tossed out. I'm gonna do that. How about you?
0: Uh yeah, every I guess I just gotta start from scratch. Yeah. I'm just gonna burn it all down and then rebuild it, which I'm happy about.
1: Well, I'm also gonna shoot work like the dinnerware for Brooklyn Clay more with natural light, which is something that people have told me before and I kind of always forget about just how nice that light is compared to, you know, clamp light or something like that.
0: Right. It's a big deal. Like you don't think about it um all right well gus this was a blast it was so fun to see you actually i haven't actually talked to you in a million years it feels like
1: yeah or like two days i'm not sure
0: oh uh, yeah basically yeah. Uh, uh great job making everyone's dreams come true this week by the way too I you really, too yeah uh, i don't know thanks, about, so. i don't either <laughs> Just wanted to, i think last week i was like Good, great job crushing everyone's dreams. Oh, thank you. And now I'm like, well, no, you turned it around.
1: Um, all right, enjoy your road trip.
0: Thank you, and uh, thanks everyone for listening. You know, same old, same old. Thanks. Follow comments. us on Instagram. Yeah, I'm follow us.
2: Something and, yeah. yeah,
0: you uh, can check out Maggie's website. We'll we'll post it just so you get an idea that she knows what she's talking about, and if you want to like have her, you know contact her i don't know
1: and we'll share some stuff some accounts that she yeah. uh suggests comments, just yeah. for ideas yeah
0: thanks all right gus i'll see you in a couple of days
1: cool bye, bye
0: have a good day